This is Show Me Your Playlist, the music podcast where every week there is a new guest with something to say and a playlist to share with me, your host, Katie Kruger. It is Friday, playlisters. It's literally Friday for me. I am recording this intro at 12.05 a.m. I just left a 12-hour-ish shift from the salon. Still the same hot mess from last week. Uh, I... I'm sleepy, but not too bad. It's been a very strange, interesting week. To give any context, last Saturday I ended my week by getting a tattoo, like on my neck-ish area. Uh, No bad ideas here. And I'm really looking forward to Sunday. I'm going to go to the beach. It's so damn necessary. It's the best part about living in Philly. You get to visit Jersey when you need it. Um... And you only need Jersey for the beaches. Anyway, playlists. It's been a very controversial topic with me lately. But uh, this is probably going to be one of at least four Show Me Your Song episodes, Summer Edition. Uh, Today, Alex Stanilla and Eliza and the Organics were kind enough to record with me last week remotely. Uh, I was supposed to record with a couple other bands and my schedule kind of turned to mush. So I am going to line them up for the next episode. Anyways, I love how both of these two separate artists who still found a way without ever meeting each other, at least I don't think so, uh, they had common music interests, and but two very different needs or artistic point of view, which was kind of the reason why I do this podcast is to see how music connects all of us, uh, no matter what background or passion. Also... I made a custom playlist for this episode because I was feeling savvy on my SEPTA train to make a playlist for this episode, which includes Boys. It's a song from the podcast's good friend, Brian Walker, of A Day Without Love, and we're going to listen to it. Uh, But don't forget to follow me on Instagram. Look out for upcoming interviews this week. I'm so excited. There's so much information to talk about, and I'm just not going to unload it in this episode, but I'm going to be interviewing the street artist, Layson Moon, and the Brains, and behind Hot Tramp Management and my good friend Nate Hurst. We're going to re-record because I fucked up his audio last time. 
and maybe have a Guy Fieri playlist. We're going to promote his July 19th junk food art show at Tattooed Moms, which I'm in, and I'm so stoked. So uh, it's Friday. You should go see Minka tonight at Connie's Rick Rack if you're listening the day it comes out. And uh, you should go to Cherry Street Pier on Saturday. Uh, Their souvenir jewelry will be there and a bunch of other rad vendors. I'm pretty sure Mama Moon and Peel and Wax Vintage and maybe a couple others. You should go check everyone out. A lot of artists, a lot of local, go buy local stuff. Even if it's, you know, thrifted stuff, I, I love fast fashion. It sucks unless you get it thrifted and it's like six years out of the loop um but yeah start start helping small local startup businesses so they don't ever have to go to a, a cubicle job and uh until next week i hope you enjoy boys the song by a day without love uh which stands for bugs on your shoulder And as always, thanks for supporting.
so have Full you ever listened? Tonight. It is. Yes, uh, I think I think it has a lot of people like weird right all now. disheveled. Yeah, I actually for sure. have a crazy story for you. If I yeah. start off like this, yeah. completely. So, so um, I just got back from tour this morning, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, I just haven't been sleeping, and I was like just so out of it, and I cut my finger really bad on tour. Um, and I got home and I'm like home alone for the first time in like 12 days. I'm like kind of freaking out and I'm like, Oh my God, my finger's infected. Like, it's like my arm's swelling up. Like, like blah, 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 blah. So I, I called a doctor's appointment and I went and I had the doctor like, you know, check my finger. He's like, it's fine. Like, you're good. Like, like, but you do need a tetanus shot. So that was my day oh. so far. So, like, Sounds yeah, like I'm a real solid spacing. Monday. It, it was, Yeah. It was wild. Way in the room for like, you know, like an hour. People were like looking at me like, this guy seems fine. Like, I wonder what's wrong with him. And then, Did like, you go the doctor, to an urgent care? No, no. I, I went to like my family doctor. Oh, okay. So he's like growing uh, up, like seeing me. And, um, and I'm like super like shaky and weird just from like driving. Like yesterday we drove back from Portland, Maine. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And, and it was just like. Just, just long drive. I've just been hopped up on caffeine. I'm like, you know, kind of like coming back to life today. And then I'm just like, yeah, it was probably like a nightmare in there. But that's my day <laughs> well, so far. Well, happy Monday. So Alex Danilla, is that how you say your last name? That is. Yeah, thank you. You did it. Yeah. Uh, are you Italian? Uh, Romanian. So how long have you been making music? Um, probably like 10 years now. I started playing guitar when I was 16, but like started making music when I was 17. I'm 27. So yeah, about 10 years. Well, actually there were like blocks in the middle there. Oh, for sure. So I know the exact reason why, like kind of, so I took a break when I was 18, right after graduating high school because I was I was always recording music in my basement and like trying to show people, and um, my one teacher was like all about it and like he was like yeah this is so cool, um, and I wrote like a song for a graduating class, and they played it over the loudspeakers of the school and like everybody heard it. It was like making fun of me about it for like no end, and like yeah. High school is the worst. It is the worst. And I was just like, oh my gosh. Like, all right, I'm taking a break. People are cruel at in their adolescence. Absolutely. Yeah. So this solo project that you've been working on, uh, how long have you been touring and playing shows? Are you a Philly resident? No. Well, so I'm like <laughs> part of this. Right now, I'm in Lebanon, Pennsylvania. Okay. Is, um, that's where I was born. I've spent most of my time here, um, but I'm in Philly a lot, and I'm part of this like artist collective now called Triless. Um, so we have Mikey Mayo. Oh, I have had him on before. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Plead the Filth, who is who I just went on tour with, and he's basically like the manager of the whole shebang, and he's the one with the DistroKid account, and he's kind of like our fearless leader. Um, <laughs> D Wild. This guy, D. Wild, uh, mm-hmm. who also was on tour with us as well. Um, John Geddon, Black Cross, 
And then we've put out music by Colleen Green. Okay. And C- Greg Wilson. Cool. Uh, I always find it interesting because as soon as I think that I know a lot about the like Philly music scene and that I have a good handle on all the like newer artists or even just like a good amount of the artists, I always get blown away when I have a guest on and they start naming, you know, different musicians or bands. And I'm just like, sure. nope. I still need to, I still need to do research. <laughs> it, yeah. I mean, it, it can it gets overwhelming. Like, yeah, there's, there's a lot of cool. Yeah. There's just a lot of cool stuff. Where did you guys go on tour? We were in, do you want like the full like tour list? Yeah. Okay. Hit, cool. hit yeah. Me with it. Yeah. So we started in Philly at the pharmacy mm-hmm. and then we just kicked it at our buddy Dylan's house for two days in New Jersey. And then, uh, we played, the heck did we play in Brooklyn? We played Brooklyn, and mm-hmm. then we had a day off, and we were playing in New Haven, Connecticut, on Wednesday. So we just got an Airbnb in New Haven, drove there, um, and then we were in Pawtucket, Paddocket. Seriously, we got there, and I said, "Oh yeah, we're playing Pawtucket tonight." He's like, "Pawtucket? It's Paddocket. Rhode Island is a pretty cool state. It's so small. Uh, and then where did you go after Rhode Island? So we just kicked it in Boston for the night because one of the bands that we played with in Brooklyn on that first night was actually playing in Boston and we didn't have anything to do. Um, So we just went there and chilled with a friend and then our last show was in Portland, Maine on Saturday. Cool. Portland, Maine is also kind of a little cool city. It was, it's probably one of my favorite cities I've ever been to. Uh, do you guys, when you play shows, because you guys all kind of, do you all have a different sound? Yeah, yeah. And that is, I think, a cool thing about what we're doing with Try Less is, um, Mm -hmm. it's like we are all super different and we're not really, like, I guess the the idea of Try Less is like, don't try to be any particular genre or scene or like, you know, thing that's going on, like, just, just fucking do it. Yeah. We were, I have this like big discussion with friends all the time is that uh, I would rather go to a show that has four bands that sound different than each other than four bands that all sound the same or come from the same genre. Right. Um, Just because by the time I see the band that I was going to see, like the headliner, let's say, I'm ear exhausted by the first two or three bands that either might have pulled off the same sound well or not well. Right. And then I'm just like, I want to go. Right. Um, Where are your favorite places to play in Philly? Hold on. Somebody just rang my doorbell. (laughs) You're good. Hello. Would you like some fresh lettuce? No, thank you. Have a good night. That was adorable. What were they trying to sell you? Fresh lettuce. Uh-huh. If I had any money from tour, I would have bought some. This is how Philly I am. Like, even though I don't live there right now, I just saw, I just saw this little girl walking in my yard, and I mm-hmm. locked my door. And I'm like, what is going on right now? Like, who's this? I don't know who this is. You're like, uh, gotta lock it. I don't, yeah. uh, well, I probably shouldn't say that I don't lock my door. I started locking my door more often, but I live in Philly and I sometimes forget to lock my door. Oh my gosh. No, I, I'm, uh, 
Yeah, and she she was a she, yeah she was like probably like a ten year old Amish girl that just walked. Over. I was like, I'm like, who are you? I don't know who you are. Why are you coming to my door? It could also go the other way. It could be like Children of the Corn style, and you have no idea what you're gonna get. That's true. My head didn't even go there. So that's a really good point. It just been one so, of those days. It's okay. Yeah, you your finger was about to fall off your body from tour, yep. and. Yep. The little girl trying to sell you lettuce is really going to be a demon that comes for you at night. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so God. you're not going to sleep now. Um, I already knew that, like, going into today. I'm like, end of tour, even though I'm exhausted. I've just been there's drinking just no sleep, so right? much coffee today. And, like, I'm like, there's no way with this full moon that I'm going to unwind at all. So I'm in it for the long haul now. Buy yeah, ticket, take I mean, the ride, as they say. <laughs> so, where are your favorite places to play in Philly? Oh man, that's a great question. Um, I'm gonna say the Trail Famidor. Yeah, shout out to yeah. Maddie. I love Maddie. Maddie is yeah. the best. They are. Uh, they are. They they are my favorite people. Uh, I love, and I now live closer to them. Uh, they were my first house show in Philly. And they were one of my favorite guests to have on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, what, what have you been listening to? Like, I'm assuming that there needs to be some, like, sweet while driving on tour. Yeah, we made a bunch of CDs because... Um, yeah, oh, you the, made CDs? Yeah, because we, we took my car. It's like a 2004 Honda Accord, so it, it's got the old, no. one of those stereos. Yep, no aux. Nope. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> um, so yeah, we were just shuffling through CDs. We uh, what all did we have? I think we started it with Pink Floyd. Nice. Uh, that's Dylan's favorite band. So we started off with I think Pigs. That song. That song. That's like. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that was cool. Um, Kanye. We listened to Graduation. That was like, spot on. That song where he's like, I've been waiting my whole life however it goes yes Um, we're driving like up like the boston coast when that came on Mm -hmm. and it was just like the most beautiful like scenic view and we're just like listening to him like hell yeah dude we've all been waiting to like be doing this like driving through the northeast and stuff so that was a really cool moment Um, i always have a question about Kanye. uh do you is there a time that do you do you like all of Kanye? Is there a point that you stop liking Kanye at yeah, all? It, his- yeah, um, it, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> I hadn't. I was obsessed like two or three years ago, um, and then I kind of like took a break, and then we threw this CD, in, and it was like it was really hitting on this trip. Um, yeah, so I mean. Far. I stop at my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Like that's okay. once that hit, I loved that album. That's probably my favorite Kanye album next to obviously I, the college dropout is one of my favorite albums as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but as soon, I feel like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy hit. And then he just started going off a, like a cliff that there was like no coming back from. And I have this really hard time of like not a, like separating the persona from like the project. 
sometimes because like if the persona sucks then i just yeah. can't respect or like absorb just, the project sure. yeah um what else were you listening to on the road yeah um tyler's favorite band is pup Ooh, yeah pup yeah. is good and they just released that new album okay yeah that might be morbid stuff once I say it's and over, I will. Is it that one? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, they just released a really, uh, so I think, a solid album, Morbid Stuff, uh, this pa- this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're bumping that a lot. Um, that was pop. And there was, like, a bunch of, st- I think this guy, Jeff, whoever used to be in um, Bomb the Music Industry. Jeff Rosenstock? Yes. We had one of his. Mm-hmm. Or his only album. I don't know. I don't pay attention to music anymore. <laughs> I'm like so burnt out. Like going from like making it to being a fan of it is like it's been a weird transition. I can get that. Sometimes I get so exhausted from music or listening to music uh, from doing the podcast and my own stuff. Is there anything that you use to kind of like decompress outside of music? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I. I love last podcast on the left. Yeah. Last podcast on the left. That's like more. I actually have a song on there. The hero of the week song. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Hero, hero, hero of the week. That song. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I made that and sent it to them and they played it one night. I was like, no way. Like, yeah. Who's your favorite host? Probably Henry. But I'm also yeah. a Ben fan. I go. I love Ben, and I, I. I mean, I love all of them. I think like, I love all of them, but I love Ben, and I love yeah. Marcus Parks' brains. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Marcus is like, like, like kind of what he does with his network is what I want to do with Trilas. Like just, just have a bunch of stuff going on, and it. it like Trilas is like the hotbed for like who who's ever project, for sure. Yes, yeah, so um, I love all of them. Like what they do and what they bring. So making music, how would you describe your project to someone who might not have listened? Sure, yeah. To you before, I've been calling it um, experimental pop. So into um, it, yeah. Just I guess it. I try not to use like song structure, but mm-hmm. use like pop melodies. So for these gotcha. like, songs that just kind of drift and meander and don't really like make sense, but I try to make them also catchy um, and fun. I guess that's the big thing. It's just I want to make like the fun music that's in my head. So experimental pop, I think, is pretty broad. Or right, sometimes I just say alternative. I like that term. Do you have any upcoming shows in Philly? No, I don't think so, actually. <laughs> no? Do you have yeah, any shows coming up after tour, or are you, guys, are you just taking, yeah. like, a little break? I'm playing the coolest one I'm excited about is I'm playing the 717 Fest. And, um, like, yeah, that's, like, dream venue for me to play. Like, I grew up, like, going to shows there and stuff. Like, I, like me and my friends, we would go to a show there every week. And let's see, like, all those Warped Tour bands, like, Dance, Gavin, Dance and stuff. And then it was, like, mm-hmm. 
such like a small space that we would just hang out with them afterwards and just like shoot yeah. shit with like our heroes. And it, yeah, it was like a very inspiring and cool time for me. What was your first concert? Um, probably, yeah, Chiodos. Really? The, yeah, the Croc Rock in Allentown. So I wanted to, I, uh, how I kind of do this is it's, you know, show me your band playlist. And okay. I like to do these like little mini interviews with local artists um and even sometimes not local artists and we're playing a song it's a uh, calling changer changing yep and uh is there anything specific about this song that you want to talk about yeah i guess i could so i yeah. wrote it um about like the whole thing is about an actor who is trying to change mid set or like a like a, a costume change, mm-hmm. at like during like the middle of a performance, and they've been so obsessed with this project they haven't like been able to like love their significant other at all. So like the only time that there's like space for them to, you know, get down, is when they're trying to change. But yeah. at the same time, they're like, oh my god, I love this project, and like I wanna, I wanna do this play or whatever. Um, but at the same time, I haven't been around you much. Um, so it's just like very conflicting feeling. Cool. <laughs> I'm into it. Well, I can't thank you enough, Alex, for being a part of this episode. It helps yeah. me out, especially amidst my move and everything being disheveled. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Thanks and so yeah, if people want to find your music or connect with you in the social media world, how do they find you? Yeah, it's pretty much all at all at Alex Denala. Um, yeah, just my name on like Perfect. any. Yeah. Well, I will link everything in the episode description to find your music and uh, your Instagram information and. We're going to play Changing, and thanks so much. Thank you so much.
just constantly a frantic mess lately and I (laughs) I appreciate you so much for getting on the phone on the call with me tonight oh yeah no like no worries no worries at all I'm excited to talk to you finally uh about uh Eliza and the organics so you are a friend of Melina yeah how did Eliza and the organics kind of come about um well I think I had always wanted to start a band and Mm -hmm. um, it started when I was in college, which actually, um, so like me and Melina went to the same college, we went to Vassar and so like I was doing jazz band at Vassar and I like got some friends to play my songs with me, Um, which was like the first time I'd ever really done that and it was really cool, it was just like... I don't know, just especially because I started it with a group of ladies, and um, I don't know, it just felt like a very new thing to me to be able to just, like, do my music and have people care and, like, want to play with me. Um, So that was in college. That was a while ago. Have you always been a musician? Like, were you, did you play music when you were younger? 
Um, I did. I like, I actually was a very serious classical guitar player. Um, and I was like going to go to conservatory for classical guitar when I was a kid. Um, mm-hmm. which I ended up like pretty glad I didn't do because it gave me a lot more room to like do other stuff. And then I think if I had gone to conservatory for classical guitar, like, I don't think I would have started a rock band in college, like just practicing and doing different recitals and different performances. That's totally what it seemed like to me as like, as like a prospective student. I was like, this is really intense. Yeah. But I'm like a lot happier with like the direction I've gone with music. Yeah, of course. When, uh, where do you find a lot of like your inspiration um, from like the music that you create now? Um, well, I think it's changed a lot over the years. Like when I was in college, um, I was really into um, cake. Uh, <laughs> like they had all these big <laughs> horn sections and all the, mm-hmm. and, like, the guitar is like kind of silly. But, uh, like, I was just really into it. I was like, oh, whoa, what's this? There's so many sounds happening at once. And, like, I just loved that. And I loved the weird deadpan vocals and, like... I giggle because I also did that in, like, sophomore year of college as well. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's funny. It's from my dad. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, there's some great stuff there. It's, like... So I went through a cake phase, and then I was really into this band, Morphine. Um, and they were, like, a rock band with a saxophone. Um, so that was definitely – it was, like, gritty jazz rock out of Boston. Yeah. And I was, like, super, super into that. Um, and that actually is probably one of the biggest inspirations for starting the band because I convinced my friend who played saxophone with me in jazz band to join me. Um in making music so like for a long time that was kind of our thing was like uh guitar and saxophone and a lot of like back and forth and uh yeah it was like pretty fun I love saxophone you'll a lot it is a reoccurring theme amongst playlists is that if there is sax in any capacity I'm most likely going to love it (laughs) um I was looking at, you sent me over a bunch of really cool information on uh, Eliza and the Organics, is that you recently played uh, Women Fuck Shit Up in D.C. in April. Can you tell me about that? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, like, recently we've just been doing all these really cool things, and I've been connecting with um, just the coolest, the coolest organizations Um, And that was incredible. I had such a good time. So um, Women Fuck Shit Up DC, like, it was an offshoot of this California organization. Um, Okay. And they were like, we want to start, like, an East Coast chapter of this. And I think it's the second year, second or third year. Maybe it's the second year. Um, And so it's, like, a group of DC musicians have been putting on this festival and it is just like incredible. Like, um, like, you know, we're at this festival on a, on a giant stage, not, I know a couple hundred people playing to a crowd who we didn't know at all in DC. Um, and everyone there, like it was emceed by, um, like a lot of femmes and there was just all kinds of different stuff happening. Like there was some, I think like strip stuff going on, some burlesque, uh, different bands uh-huh. playing. 
Um, and the whole event is just like, it's very positive. There's a lot of like momentum going on there. And this year it was to benefit um, this new DC based record label that um, oh. my friend Maya and her band, the 06, are also involved with like starting this record label. Um, that cool. is about like pushing women to the front, pushing minorities to the front. Um, so everything about it, I was just so into, I was like 100% into women fuck shit up DC. Creating these like spaces and a community, you're always going to like feed off that energy. I, I really loved it. And I think, you know, it's like over the years I've, I've learned how to sort of deal with the way people will stereotype me and stuff. Like mm-hmm. when I was a kid, I remember every time I would go into like guitar center, some like male employee would act like I didn't belong there. And, um, I don't know. It's, it's like a a lifetime of like stuff like that. Um, and I can, I can handle it now, you know, I don't get, get as annoyed by it. Um, but it is just like really incredible when you're able to like see that like things are starting to change and these, like there are communities that are just like very accepting and like, I don't know. It just feels really good. And you got like a little mini write up in, it was like a mention in Washington post. Yeah. I mean, it was like, it was definitely a small mention. It was just like, you know, here are like a couple bands to check out at the festival, but I still, still a huge deal. Very much liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty it's, into it. Yeah. Uh, such a, so how long have you guys been a band? Um, let's see. Well, I mean, like, I started it in college, but I would say we didn't really start, like, being serious as a band until after I graduated. Mm -hmm. Um, so we probably, we started, like, playing seriously in, like, 2013. Okay. So a good six years so far. Yeah. Uh, Do you still live in New York? So like when I when I first started the band, I was actually I was living in Philly. Um because I have a lot of family in Philly and what I would do is I would like work all week in Philadelphia and then on the weekends I would drive to New York City for band practice and for shows. And um I did that like almost every weekend for 2 years. Um oh wow. And I got so burned out. I, was, like, I can only yeah. imagine. <laughs> It was pretty nuts. And I would, like, come back after band practice and then get up um, the next day in the morning to, like, drive a minibus full of seniors around <laughs> back, in, back in, like, the Philly suburbs. And I oh. was like, I don't know if this is really, like, long-term sustainable. I'm kind of, like, burning out. Oh, I can only imagine uh, driving, traveling, constantly being, like, I think that's like my worst nightmare is just constantly being in some sort of moving vehicle. Yeah. And I mean, it really, it started to hit me because like there was one night I was trying to drive back from Brooklyn to Philly and I think I like fell asleep at the wheel for like a second. Um, oh no. And it freaked me out so much that I was like, okay, I, I think I'd, I need to make like a decision. Like I either need to move to New York or like find, you know, like build a band in Philly so that's mm-hmm. that's when I decided to like make the big move to New York. So I've been here for like it's actually nuts to think how long I've been in New York City. I moved Oh my god, it's like 4 <laughs> 4 years. Oh really? Crazy. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, but you come back to Philly often, right? Because of you, you have family and, uh, playing shows. Yeah. I have like, I have family and, um, I really like the Philly scene. I like the people I know in Philly Mm -hmm. and, uh, I don't know. I, I have often thought that at some point I'm probably going to like move back to Philly. Um, yeah, so I, I like to visit as much as I can. And I also have, like, a little niece who's, like, so tiny. So I've been trying to visit every month so I can so I can see her as she, like, grows and stuff. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah. Do you find it hard being in the music scene out in New York? Like, do you find it, it it's harder to gig like it's a genuine connection in the scene opposed to other places like philly um well it's definitely like it's definitely different um like new york is very stimulating and there's always so much going on which can be really cool and really exciting and like you just meet so many really talented driven people and like they're just everywhere there's so many of them yeah Um, and like i live in bushwick so it's like you know, like, 20-something Artist Central. There's yep. just all these, like, crazy, you know, like, house party in a giant loft building. Um, I don't even know. Just, like, <laughs> crazy, crazy stuff. Um, and it can be really fun. I think, I don't know. It's, like, people are genuine, but everyone's so busy that it's sometimes, like, hard to have really, like, quality interactions yeah. Um, we were like everyone like and in the music scene especially, like people are like very supportive, but they're also just like they have so much going on. Um that it can feel just kind of like I don't know, tiring and like overstimulating at times. New York is great. Sometimes I, I leave Philly to go to New York to get overwhelmed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then feel at peace to like to kind of center myself back in Philly and be like it's really not that bad. You could be in New York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's like one of the reasons I think about moving back to Philly a lot is I feel like I just was like much calmer. It was easier to be like calm as a person when I was living oh, in for Philly. Sure. And I feel like here, like in New York, it's just like, it's, it's so much harder. I have to like consciously get myself to like slow down a little bit. So what type of music are you listening to? these days um well it's been I don't know I've been going through like a period of evolution I guess Mm. because for a long time I saw us as kind of like a funk rock band and I don't know recently I've just been listening to all this like angsty metal music (laughs) and uh I'm like this is different this is like very different for me what type of angsty Um, metal music um well my drummer has been making fun of me a lot because I'm like really into this band called Dance Gavin Dance um, which he calls like pop metal. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. I just like, I'm super into it. I've also been listening to like some like dream theater and I don't know, just like for some reason I'm, I'm finding like stuff appealing to me that I didn't used to be as into. Okay. I, I love, I love the idea of music evolution and, um, there's a common theme. The person I just talked to last was like talking about dance, Gavin dance as well. Oh, yeah. Really? They have like some really fantastic guitar mm-hmm. playing. And, um, I think what, with dance, Gavin dance, what kind of drew me into it is, is like the guitar. Yeah. Playing. Um, cause I like a lot of the time I sort of do like, uh, 
like lead and rhythm playing. And I love that those parts, like the dance, Gavin dance, Will Swan guitar parts are just like, they're fast. They're like very rhythmic. And then they'll have these like little lead lines in them. Um, so I don't know. It's just like, I love these like setting challenges for myself. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to learn this thing at like, you know, a super fast tempo and see if I can get through this whole thing without stopping. It's like an endurance challenge. Have you um, ever listened to screaming females while they're not metal? I think so. That sounds familiar. Screaming females, the lead singer and guitarist, she wails and she does amazing things with her guitar that I, and she's so flawless live that I admire so much. And I admire musicians when they dissect bands to a specific instrument and, and why they like listening to that music because of a specific instrument. So anything else that you've been kind of like diving into music wise? Mm, Let's think. Well, um, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of like all over the place. And I was like really into this show called uh, crazy ex-girlfriend. Okay. um, Which is, uh, it's like a musical project kind of. Um, So it was just like all of these, all of these songs that are like about mental health and like a fun musical <laughs> style. Um, so that's like the other thing I've been like kind of obsessed with recently is these like ridiculous songs. Um, Netflix keeps like was, suggesting it to me and I keep like not going uh, towards it. I, okay. So like I had a friend suggest it to me and I watched the first episode and I was like, Ugh, I don't know, maybe not for me. <laughs> Um, but then I got like, so, so into it. Like, it's just, it's got like hilarious, mm. hilarious stuff. Um, and it's, it's like all these different, like all these different styles, like they'll do songs that are like, oh, this is like a hair band from like the eighties. And, but they're all like really funny and like well-written. Anyway, <laughs> I got like, so, so into it. What a good show. <laughs> Sometimes we just need that. Like, I don't want to call it mindless, but just kind of that, like, fun kitschy way of like making our brain connect to a different part that's not like focusing on creative stuff that is that is totally true (laughs) and like (laughs) I mean like I I basically do all the like DIY management Mm -hmm. of my band okay and I think I spend so much time like just working basically yeah um on like summer tours and like, you know, like we're working on an album. I want to make a new music video. And there's so many projects that sometimes I just need to like completely pause with like all of it. Sometimes you just need that stuff. Uh, You made a, you guys have a music video you you sent me. How was it making a music video? Um, I was like very nervous about it in advance. And then I have to say, I had, like, the best time making that music video. Um, And I think it's partly because, like, as a musician, uh, I don't know, I always want to, like, feel like musically everything is, like, the best I can do. Mm -hmm. Um, But with a music video, I'm like, I'm not a film person. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) So, like, I can just let go and just, like, let this happen. Yeah. Um, And it was kind of great. And then, like, I ended up very happy with the final result. Um, 
And I'm, I'm, I just like, I have really no complaints about it. I'm like, it turned out exactly how I wanted it to. Um, and I had a blast. So I, I'm like, I want to make more videos now that I've made this like first one. Um, so you're, you're working on a new album now. Yeah. Well, I, I'm sort of like, I'm sort of like backlogged because I have a new album that we have recorded and I just have to get it like mixed and mastered and maybe make this like music video. Um, but then I also have like a whole full another album of material that like, I know I want to make, but just like, it can't do it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we might, I don't know. We, we'll see. We might collab like collaborate with a Philly friend on, on recording that stuff. Oh, cool. So might record that in Philly. TBD. TBD. Uh, do you have do you have upcoming shows in Philly? Um yeah, so we have uh July 18th we're playing the Ladybug Music Festival in Wilmington. So that's like not Philly but kind of close. It's close enough. Um yeah, like close <laughs> enough. And then August 25th, we are playing at Bourbon and Branch. Well, I can't wait to see you guys play. I can't thank you enough for coming on. And I am going to play uh, your song, Road Home. And all of, if people are looking to find you um, and follow you on social media, where can they do that? Um, Well, we're on like pretty much all of it. Like I... I tend to use Instagram a lot just because I like it more. Um, But so, like, Instagram, Facebook, we have a website, we're in Bandcamp, and it's all just, like, Eliza and the Organics, um, Organics with an X. Um, So I think we're pretty easy to find. Hell yeah. I will put everything in the description notes, and I am going to play Road Home. And thank you so much, Eliza, for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. Hell yeah.
Said thank you, ma'am, and if you please. 